This is Carolyn Holly. Welcome to Game Plan for Life with Skip Hall. For the next half hour, you're going to be encouraged and challenged by Skip and his guests as they discuss the game plan for life. In sports, as in life, it's important to have a game plan. And as Skip says, no game plan, no victory. Game Plan for Life with Skip Hall is brought to you by the following sponsors. Dutch Bros of Boise, an experience guaranteed to satisfy. McDowell Specialty Repair, Susie Boyle Mortgage Team and Castle & Cook Mortgage, LLC. And Summer's Funeral Home, every life leaves a legacy. And now, here's your host for Game Plan for Life, Skip Hall. Welcome to Game Plan for Life. This is your host, Skip Hall. Well, today, again, we have Joan Endicott back for round two, <laughs> and uh, she's always so good, got really good information and perception, and helps a lot of people. In fact, uh, Joan has is, is, uh, written books, she's an award-winning keynote speaker, an author, a coach whose coaching has reached over 30 countries, and you can go to her website, uh, Joan Endicott with two T's dot com. And uh, you can meet and enjoy her encouraging messages on Facebook and Instagram. Plus, you can get a free copy of Joan's book, I Get To, Not I Have To, I Get To. It's a wonderful story that I think will relate to everybody. So welcome, Joan. Thank to you. Game Plan for Life. I'm so glad to be back with you. It's, <laughs> it's always, always a pleasure. It's always good. It's always good. <laughs> Well, today we're going to jump into a topic called Enjoy Every Season of Your Life. And Joan, what prompted you to, to write this? Uh, well, you know, sometimes when we're in a certain season of life or chapter or whatever you want to call it, we can look at other people and be a bit envious of the chapter they're in or of the, you know, places they're getting to go or the people they know or, you know, other people's life looks better than ours. And um, so aging is one of those things that um, I've talked to a lot of folks about and the challenges of aging. And um, I thought, you know, it'd be good for me to share some of my perspectives mm -hmm. on that, as well as just, you know, what God says yeah. about the different seasons of life. That's, that's the most important is not what I think, but with what God thinks. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So well, aging is a challenge. We've got a lot of challenges along the way, and how we face them and how we handle them is, is really the key. Right. It's, I mean, aging is uh, going to happen regardless for some, and only God knows how many days we have, but how we face it is what we get to choose, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you in Virginia have had, you know, various challenges with you know, what she's been through right. physically, you know, with the stroke and everything. That yeah, was amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been married 58 years. And wow. for 54 of those years, while we were, you know, no major issues other than I had some shoulder and neck and back, mm -hmm. which still plague me to this day. But mm -hmm. um, they don't drag me down. Uh, and we, we, even with Virginia having that stroke, why we still do all the things we used to do, but we just do them slower. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And you have a good attitude. Yeah. And that's one of the things I so admire about Virginia is she has had just this courageous, bold spirit of saying, I'm not taking this lying down. No. Like she just does. She pushes herself. Yep. And that's one reason she's doing so well. Yep. She's yep. just a great example. Yep. Great yep. example. She's in physical therapy every week and 
she's walking and talking, and uh, she walks with a cane. And, uh-huh. But uh, her attitude is what's truly amazing. Yes. And, you know, she doesn't feel sorry for herself or, you know, lay in a pile and, and uh, weep. Um, yeah. She's, she's facing what what condition she's in with a great attitude. Yes. she's ha- has the win attitude. What is next? Yep. What am I going to do next mm-hmm. to make this the best situation possible? Yeah, I love that. Love you, Virginia. <laughs> so uh, this story, actually, I heard it years ago, but I thought it was perfect for um, this. So I opened this in my with my um, article, the November, December uh, Christian Living magazine. So it's while sitting on her grandma Lucy's lap, little five-year-old Sonny sweetly caressed and carefully examined her grandma's wrinkled face and neck, then moved on to her crooked, bumpy fingers and thin-skinned hands. Then she looked very closely at her own hands and asked, Grandma, God made you and he made me, right? He sure did. He made everybody, Grandma answered with a smile. Noticing the puzzled look on her granddaughter's face, she asked, Why do you ask? Sonny sat and thought for a moment and then shrugged. Ah, nothing. He must just be getting better at it is all. <laughs> so she's looking at yeah. her grandma's wrinkles and, and her very smooth, soft, plump yeah. skin. And she's kind of confused as to how God made both of them. <laughs> so I, I think that's a great reminder to us that um, there we just have different seasons in life. And um, every chapter mm-hmm. has challenges and celebrations in it. And aging definitely has its own set. So I'm grateful for Ecclesiastes 3, where it says, there's a time and season for everything under heaven, a time to be born, a time to die, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to keep and a time to cast away, a time to keep silence and a time to speak. Mm. That is so, I just love that because- We we sometimes forget, I mean, especially in our youth-obsessed culture, aging can actually be, you know, people can have cruel jokes and uh, kind of ridicule and be disrespectful for people who are elderly or aging. And I really do see, like, our, our culture is very, what I would say, youth-obsessed. As people get older, it's like, oh, well, they don't have as much to offer when I'm thinking, actually... They have a lot more wisdom and a lot more um, insight and things if you just would, you know, open yourself up to that as opposed to just looking at the wrinkled skin and gray hair or whatever people make that judgment on. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it's we, we have we all have our own challenges, wh- no matter what age. But as you mentioned, the the more. We age, the more years behind us, we can have more challenges specifically with our body. Mm-hmm. And um, I, a few years ago, when I had the blessing of having what my grandmother's generation would call the change, <laughs> mm-hmm. I remember hearing a guy say something about, oh, it makes me uncomfortable when women talk about hot flashes. <laughs> and if you could have seen the thought bubble above my head, it was like, are you kidding me? You're uncomfortable when women talk about hot flashes. Why don't you swallow a barbecue, have a big wet army blanket wrapped around mm-hmm. you, and then we'll talk about what uncomfortable is. <laughs> Because I'm just like, it's part of life. But I right. think in, in generations past, it was much more taboo. It was like women didn't talk about it. They didn't talk yeah. about hormone issues or the change or menopause or anything like that. They, it wasn't like a, 
public discussion. And that is one thing that I think it's it's more, which I think is is helpful for women to not feel bad about it or feel embarrassed by it but it's it's just part of it's part of of life for women and um so i think that that's one of the big things we need to normalize the things that are normal and and let women be who they are and not try to um make them feel bad or um you know uncomfortable with talking about wherever they're at in life whatever age they are are or stage they're in I remember thinking that menopause sounded so old. And so I thought, okay, I'm going to use words that sound less old. For example, instead of hot flash, I could say things like heat wave or power surge or simply flash. (laughs) So, um, and by the way, if you're, if you are in a family with, or you know, women who are experiencing that, please don't you know, when you see them trying to fan the raging inferno within right. and sticking their head in the freezer, please don't go, are you having a hot flash? Because we don't really love it when people draw attention to it. We're just trying to get through it as best we can. But um, so years ago, when I decided I was just going to use a, you know, shorter word for hot flash, so it wasn't, you know, sounded so old. I was running into Costco one Sunday afternoon after church. And I'm like, okay, I just have a couple things. I want to get, which, you know, famous last words before spending $137 in Costco. And so I'm grabbed my cart and it was so, so packed that I'm like kind of doing the dodgeball dance back and forth Mm -hmm. with the crowd and trying to get back to the cooler. And um, so I I ditch my cart by the men's clothing because I'm like, no, there's no way I'm going to get back there in time because I could feel this mounting And if you're a woman of a certain age, you know what I mean. You can kind of feel it coming. And so Mark calls me just then. And I said, I'm, and so I'm hurrying back. And I said, I'm trying to get back or I'm get, I'm hurrying back to the cooler so I can flash. (laughs) So I'm like, knowing that I just said that out loud, I'm like, I'm not even going to look back to see who I might've, you know, just walked past who I knew. It's better not to know sometimes. So, um, you know, and so it's, it's those things that would otherwise maybe embarrass us or make us feel goofy or silly or whatever that we go, I get to have a good sense of humor about that. Mm. I get to exercise the humor that God has given me and not feel bad about it, not try and disguise it, not try and hide it. And, and also, you know, just in that season see it for what it is. Right. And, and we get to be grateful in each season of life because we won't get that season again. And because I'm in this season of life, I get to be a grandmother, which I'm, our three little granddaughters call me Gigi. And Gigi. that's one of the best things. And them seeing me and going, Gigi, and running <laughs> uh. to me. And I'm like, see, that is happening because I'm in this age and stage right. of right. life. This couldn't have happened when I was in my 30s. No. I mean, I don't think it could have happened, no. but anyway. So, so it's looking at things and not saying, well, if only, or I wish, or I can't wait until, or what if. See, those when we start any sentence with that or we go down that path, the joy that we could have experienced in that season and in that moment is sucked out of us every single time because Mm -hmm. we're not being what I call gratefully present. 
And I know that, you know, for you, Skip, with what you've been through with your surgeries and things, you've needed to choose that attitude, that, that you know, here's where I am right now. Yeah. And I think that's a good perspective for you to share from, from a, a gentleman's perspective. Like, how did you get through that and, and you know, just have that gr- be gratefully present mm-hmm. as you were going through surgery and healing, still healing. Mm-hmm. How did you wh- like, what were some keys for you? Well, first of all, it's a choice. You know, 100%. We, we have, we have a choice about that, about how we respond to bad things that happen or things that we don't wish to happen. Uh, but it's truly a choice. And then obviously, uh, Stand close to the Lord during those times mm-hmm. because, you know, it's it's tough when you go through surgeries and you're in the hospital and you want to be at home. and But yet, you know, you need to try to get better and, uh, and your attitude, the choice of, of how you respond to it. That's what pulls you through. And, mm-hmm. and, and it's it's really pretty simple. It's it may seem complicated, but really it's a choice. And, and yeah. you make that choice every day. Yeah. It's simple, but not easy per yeah, se. Exactly. I mean, it's a simple concept, but um, so staying in the word and yep. uh, reminding yourself that you're getting to choose and, uh, and, and be, you know, sometimes I need to make a list, you know, like when I've needed, when mm-hmm. I've had surgery or even a root canal, I've needed to say, I'm glad I live in a place that that's even available to right, me. Right, you know, right, if right. you can imagine not being in a, in a place it's, it's accessible to you or you just don't have the finances to do it or whatever. And it's like, wow, I'm actually really grateful mm-hmm. that I'm in a position I'm able to have what I need done. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think also um, caregiving, uh, our family has been just phenomenal in the way mm-hmm. they've all chipped in uh, right on down to the grandkids and and friends and neighbors and you know that that really makes makes it special mm-hmm. you're going through a tough time and but uh, yeah i think all those things add up yeah and and sometimes we um don't recognize the impact of even a small gesture whether it's a handwritten note or somebody bringing a meal over to you oh, yeah. doesn't that make a huge difference oh, yeah. those kinds of things yeah and then we've always had a small group that you know, we surround ourselves with on a weekly basis. And so, you know, you've got a lot of people praying for you. Yes. Prayer is, is the answer, of course. And, yeah. uh, and the Lord is a great physician. And uh, I've always said this, that modern medicine is great, but God is greater. Amen. Yeah. yeah. And he's the one who's given any wisdom for any of that to happen as well. But God, and he yeah. is the ultimate healer. Yeah. Jehovah Rapha means God that heals, mm-hmm. which I love that so much. So, um, yeah, I, it, it really is recognizing where I'm at right now. What am I going to choose to be grateful for? What am I going to? And, and I love the idea. I, I heard it's really worship simplified. Worship means agreeing with God. Right. And that's so amazing. Like that, that's pretty simple. Because sometimes we, we try to figure out, well, you know, how do I worship? Well, if I'm just in agreement with God at his wonders and how um, amazing he is, that he's all-knowing and ever-present and all of the things that he says about himself, I'm worshiping him. Mm-hmm. And we can't worry and worship at the same time. We can't contain two competing thoughts. I also can't be 
grateful and griping at the same time. Pretty hard to do. He designed (laughs) us. It's either one or the other. One pushes out the other. So if I'm worrying or griping about something, and, and aging is one of the things when people list their worries, aging is one of the top things that people worry about. How they will age or if they will be able to be continue to be independent. And so that's another reason I think it's so important for us to be loving and respectful to those um, who are in need, mm-hmm. who are aging, because nobody wants to lose their dignity. Nobody wants to lose, you know, any amount of self-respect, much less, you know, respect, respect from other people. Mm-hmm. So um, it, it's really good for us to um, evaluate what am I, what am I expecting right now? And is that a realistic expectation? Because as we age, things change. Right. And um, so one of the things I mention is um, how, you know, when you were younger, and you had a birthday coming, and you were thinking, oh, you know, if you're seven, eight's going to be great. Or if you're 10, it's going to mean double digits. And 13, you're a cool teenager. And 15 means driver's permit and being more mm. independent and then graduation, then being on your own, then married and then children. Then those same children are hurried through potty training. And before we know it, they're into driver's training. <laughs> and so we can just be wishing our lives away or our loved ones lives away, as opposed to being really gratefully present, as I said. And I love this quote by Alfred D. Souza. He says, For a long time, it seemed to me that life was about to begin, real life, but there was always some obstacle in the way, something to be gotten through first, some unfinished business, time still to be served, a debt to be paid. At last, it dawned on me that these obstacles were my life. Mm -hmm. This perspective has helped me to see there is no way to happiness. Happiness is the way. So treasure every moment you have and remember that time waits for no one. Happiness is a journey, not a destination. Mm -hmm. And that's the end of his quote. And I would take that even further to say these obstacles are not like I don't call them obstacles. I say opportunities because everything you and I get to do in every season of life is indeed because of the life, breath, gifts, talents, and abilities God has blessed us with. So we get to choose to be grateful. You know, maybe, maybe you can't do what you did 10 years ago, but you can still do a certain amount of things. And I always say that the best perspective getter is taking a walk through a cancer ward and even more a children's cancer ward. Like sometimes we just need to get a perspective that a life is not all about me. And I have a lot to be grateful for. I just get to start focusing on that and start making a list of those things I get to be grateful for because we can sit there and look in the rear view mirror when we're driving and it's not very safe. And we can be looking in the rear view mirror of life and be going, oh, I wish... I wish this were still this way, or I wish, you know, ladies know what I'm talking about. Like, you're looking at your skin going, yeah, it's not really tight and elastic anymore. It's kind of like gravity's taken over and everything's heading heading towards Venezuela. (laughs) And uh, we can just look back at our life earlier or, you know, uh, other people's lives and be wishing it away instead of going, Lord, I want to be grateful every day for each and every ability you've given me and not wish it away and not be ungrateful. Um, and, and like you said, Skip, it's absolutely 100% choice. Yeah. yeah, it is a choice, no doubt. 
Um, so Kelsey Grimes shares this wonderful perspective. This really ministered to me and was helpful for me. Um, this is just an excerpt of what she has on her uh, blog. And her blog is at Oki Sunshine, O-K-I-E, and then sunshine.com. So it says, it's not my turn. It's not my turn to go where I want, when I want. It's not my turn to get butterflies on a first date. It's not my turn to plan a wedding. I've had my turn. But it is my turn. It's my turn to have some sleepless nights. It's my turn to have my clothes stretched out by little hands. It's my turn to have fingerprints on the screen door. It's my turn to do laundry. So much laundry. (laughs) It's my turn to keep romance alive amidst the routine. But even more than that, it's my turn to start family traditions. It's my turn to let a popsicle make anything better. It's my turn to heal boo-boos with a kiss. It's my turn to cuddle and rock. It's my turn for park days and play dates. It's my turn for first steps, first words, and first days of school. It's my turn to earn my laugh lines and gray hairs. It's my turn to soak up the beautiful, exhausting magic of motherhood while the turn is still mine. And again, uh, that's just an excerpt of her writing, but yeah. you go to Oki Sunshine. Isn't that so good? good. Yeah. I love that. When, when we look at it as, it's not my turn to do that. It's my turn to do this. It totally changes it. And I just encourage each of you to start writing a list of the things it's your turn to do. It's really a gratitude list, but you're like, oh, okay, it's my turn to do this. It's not my turn to do that. Um, For me, it's my turn not to be the bride, but the mother of the bride Mm -hmm. in a few months. And um, so it it is really... choosing our perspective like it, every like i say in my in my book i get every morning of every day i get to choose every moment of every day sorry i get to choose my attitude and perspective mm-hmm. and when it is falling naturally into an unhealthy place i get to be purposeful and intentional to switch it and change it and move it back into gratitude and move it back into looking at what I have left and not what I have lost. That's always a choice. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Well, as we finish up today, Joan, um, I don't know if, let's see, we've got about three, four minutes left. Um, Any other comments you'd like to make in in this regard? Um, I guess just, uh, you know, something that I know women tend to, I, I put something on my Facebook a while ago that had a, elderly woman's hands and as my hands have aged and you know my my fingers are crooked and yeah I've got joint pain and all of that Mm -hmm. I I can look at that and go oh you know that's I really don't want them photographed or whatever I'm just aware of it if I'm doing a video or something but it helped me like um Kelsey's perspective of it's not my turn for this Mm -hmm. but it's my turn for that and so Um, I actually just thought, okay, I get to look at my hands and say, it's not my turn to have youthful hands, straight fingers and pain-free joints. It's my turn to look at my hands and see the blessing of hard work and how, how well they've served me over the years. My hands have had the joy of preparing good meals for my family, cuddling and rocking my babies and grandbabies and being held by my sweetheart for 43 years. And they've expressed love and compassion by tightly holding those who were hurting. 
Um, I kind of wrap this part up with the reality is God alone knows the number of days we each have on earth. But whether you're in what you believe to be the first part of your life, the last part or somewhere in between, remember that God gives you the strength and power to live in joy and gratitude right where you are. Right where you are. And then Philippians 4.11. I just love this. It's so it's such a great reminder I have learned to be content regardless of my circumstances. I know how to get along and live humbly. And I also know how to enjoy abundance and live in prosperity. In any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret, whether well-fed or going hungry, whether having an abundance or being in need, I can do all things through him who strengthens and empowers me. And that is the key to all of it. We can't even be grateful without God's help. We, we just, we don't have it in us aside from who he is. All things. Yes, mm-hmm. all things. It doesn't say when things are going great, be yeah. grateful. It's like, no, in every circumstance, because the great thing is God uses it all. He uses our broken pieces to make a beautiful mosaic yep. and uh, that we, because it's really the broken parts of me that has been able to minister and connect with other people. We don't connect with people who seem to have everything, you know, mm-hmm. whoa, they just have everything great in their life. They've had no struggles or no problems. I can't relate to people like that. Right. We relate to people in our sorrow, in our brokenness, in our neediness. And that's where we are quicker to look up is when we're on our knees and in need. No question. Well, another great uh, show, Joan. Really appreciate you coming in and sharing uh, this today. And uh, again, uh, you can go to joanendicott with two T's dot com. You can grab and get a free copy of her book, I Get To. Now, this is an amazing story that uh, I think everybody should read maybe once or twice or ten times because (laughs) it's a great, great story. But uh, that book is free. And, uh, Joan, we just really appreciate you and and what you're doing and all the people that you're influencing and encouraging. You're an Mm. encourager. And uh, Lord be with you. Thank you so much. It is always such a blessing to be with you. It just, um, we get to rejoice in all God is doing in our life every day, if we choose to, right? If we choose to, exactly. (laughs) Thanks again, Joan. Absolutely. Game Plan for Life with Skip Hall is brought to you by the following sponsors. Christian Brothers Automotive. Security Gold and Silver, a reliable source for your bullion investment. Domino's, oh yes we did. Diamond Heating and Cooling, Hoffman Auto Body, someone you can trust, and Zero Edge Carpet Cleaning. Thank you for listening to Game Plan for Life with Skip Hall. This is Carolyn Holly inviting you to listen at this same time on this same station next Saturday as Skip and his guests go over the Game Plan for Life. Have a great weekend, and remember, no game plan, no victory. 